Hi, Steve here. Is this world falling apart all around us? Yes, it is. And most people can see what's happening, but most people still don't understand what's coming and how much worse it's going to get. I hear believers say all the time, Christians, they say Jesus is coming back soon, but there's something they always forget or they just want to ignore. The Antichrist has to show up first. It's not my opinion, it's what the Bible says. It's what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. Why are societies, nations, and kingdoms breaking down? Why is the violence increasing? Why is society so broken like never before? The answer is simple. It's the time we live in. We are in the last days. The days the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy and the Thessalonians about. It's called prophecy in the Bible, the foretelling of the future. Here is the California Assembly, Democrats block bill to make child trafficking a serious felony. California lawmakers in the Assembly Public Safety Committee blocked a measure that all Republicans voted for to classify human trafficking as a, of a minor as a serious felony under state law. All six Democrats in the committee voted against the proposal while the two Republicans were the only ones to say yes. Petition oh. for reconsideration, sir. And that bill fails. Oh, that bill fails. Reconsideration is granted unanimously. Thank you, sir. You can um, pass a note to a bank um, and rob a bank. You can commit arson, and that's considered a serious felony. But to traffic a minor child in the state of California is not. That's something wrong. I mean, I'm talking 0 to 17 where the average age is 10. And they would not pass this bill. California has legalized sex with 12-year-old boys with adults if, quote, they say it's consenting. A child of 12 can't be consenting. Plus, they tell the kids will kill your family if you say you didn't want to do this. Standard procedure. California has legalized giving people HIV or hepatitis. California has said children from all over the country can run to their state and be sterilized outside of parental consent and outside of them being able to give consent because they're not of the age of consent. And California is now sterilizing children as young as seven who go with these, quote, providers Washington State passed a law, Oregon's passing a law, that if the child, quote, runs away as young as 10, they can be taken to a safe house and parents not told where they are under state funding. But who are the sponsors, the teachers, the pedophiles, the criminals in the community? They tell the seven, eight, nine-year-old, oh, don't tell your parents you're really another gender. We're going to put you in this club. Don't tell them, oh, hey, next week you're going to escape. Remember, never talk to your parents again. And they have pedos on Facebook and TikTok telling kids, just do no communication. Cut them off. Your parents are bad. Just go with your friend and your guardian and your ally. And so a pedophile convinces your 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old that you're really going to have this incredible life of wondrousness. And then the states, multiple states are passing laws. Governors are signing laws that you then disappear and the parents aren't told under state law where you are. She's got a bunch of UN documents that are public with this UN World Treaty, uh, the announcements of the central bank digital currencies, uh, the announcement of the medical IDs, the vaccine passports, it's all coming. It's all here. So, doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Alex. And this is such an important conversation. I'm really glad we're talking today. Let's start with the fact that the UN and the WHO, which is a subsidiary servant organization like UNESCO and UNICEF and Food and Agriculture Organization, 
are designed to control the entire world to be a world dictatorship the likes of which we have never seen and up until now their very pretty uh, contour, their makeup, their, their facade has been all benign and lovely. But those, um, those pretenses are falling away. On the 75th anniversary of the United Nations, um, the member states asked, and there are quotes around all of that, the member states asked the Secretary General Gutierrez, who is a very scary dude, but they asked Gutierrez to come up with a new document to move the UN further than its already quite terrifying um, charter takes it. Now, if you read the UN charter, which I did in high school as part of my civics class, and frankly, I was bored out of my mind by it. But if you read it now, you'll see that it takes over everything. That's how it's written. And they said, but that's not enough. They said, what if there are more shocks, there are global shocks. And this document says that, uh, this shows that the global shock concept, which is anything, it can be climate change, it can be a slowdown in the uh, uh, supply chain, it can be a black swan event, something we don't know yet, Um, it can be another pandemic, it can be nothing at all, it can be the threat of having a global shock. It could be a war. Perfectly, it could be a war. Like so. Anyway, once we have all these global shocks that could happen to us, there's only, from their point of view, one possible way to to deal with the possibility of global shocks, and that is to take over the entire world. And that's just what they've planned to do. So on the 75th anniversary of the globalist organization which was written and designed to take over the world eventually, the member states said, tell us how we can take over the world, um, Director General Gutierrez. And Director General Gutierrez was only too happy to do so. He produced a document called Who We Are. And the document called Who We Are um, states that we are a group of people who are going to control everything because we say we can and given global shocks we can control communication we can control academia we can control supply lines we control control manufacturing we can control food we can control everything because as they say that's who we are and the special report of the secretary general says we have a common agenda. And that common agenda, and these are public documents that are available to anyone, uh, the public document is filled with hyperbole and filled with misstatements which have absolutely no documentation and no reality. Statements like, we are at an inflection point in history, in our biggest shared test since the Second World War. Humanity faces a stark and urgent choice, a breakdown or a breakthrough. What are they talking about? This is puffery of the, the most political sort. And then meanwhile, the I want to play a short clip to back you up. 
they say, oh, COVID came from global warming. No, it was in a lab. Oh, there's migrants flooding us because of COVID and global warming. No, you locked them down and then organized them to come here. So they're saying global warming is going to cause a civilizational collapse and it's all our fault, but they're the ones administratively through the big banks, through the Fortune 500, through the UN, literally collapsing civilization. And then John Kerry comes out a few days ago in Europe and says, don't worry, there'll be more resources under this. But, but in their own report, they say they're going to cut the resources off. Here he is. And we're seeing already in every aspect of life, it is now being affected by the climate crisis. But again, I say this is not something where everybody has to go, oh, my God, I don't want to do this because it's scary as hell and because we're not going to you know, live the way we did. No, we will have a better quality of life. I mean, I have their official UN report saying we're going to live in 200 square foot coffin apartments and eat bugs. Exactly. That is exactly where they want us to go. And um, they have decided that the way to do this is to have a plan. And the plan is to go from the common agenda, which the Secretary General of the United Nations says we have. And in fact, we do not. Their agenda is not my agenda in any way to go from that to a roadmap for a pact for the future. They have put out something. They have beautiful graphics, by the way. They really have excellent public relations people. So they have something called a road to the summit of the future. And they have decided that there will be a summit of the future held in September 2024. And at that time, a pact for the future will be signed, which will be administered by and implemented by former heads of government. That's WEF guys, right? Like Jacinda Ardern, for example, like um, every one of our former presidents, like Justin Trudeau, if he is a former uh, prime minister at that point. They've got a whole roster of people that they've put capes and, and crowns on to say that they're something special when really they're despicable sock puppets who are perfectly happy to sell us all out for their own uh, well-being. So this pact for the future is going to bring us global solidarity and sustainability. Anytime you hear words like that, you know that they're planning something destructive. So the road to the summit for the future, and by the way, their global shocks uh, pact and summit plans will be implemented in September 2024, just before the U.S. election. Huh, I wonder how that happened. So they've got this roadmap and they've got a common agenda. And one of the things that they've done, Alex, and this is really important, they have weaponized language. What does that mean? That means that they take words like human rights and they redefine that so that it means our ability to destroy becomes yeah, a human right is to take your seven-year-old and, and cut their genitals off. A, 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 a exactly. human right is to censor you. Yeah. Exactly. And that is precisely the point. Now, uh, one of the things that they've defined, as you, as you said, is that sexuality, the sex life of every child, is a human right. Uh, let me point out, as a child and adolescent psychiatrist, as a mother, as a human being, as a rational person, the children don't have a sex life. Children have an experiential life in which they experience feelings from every part of their body. 
correctly and appropriately. They experience genital feelings and physical feelings of other sorts, and they're exploring how all of that feels, and that's great. But children do not have a sex life. However, on March 8th of this year, this same dastardly, despicable body known as the United Nations said, hey, jurists, hey, criminal prosecutors, hey, legislators all over the world, let's reformat, let's reform and reformat our entire legal structure and decriminalize sex with anybody as long as that anybody says okay. And as I've said on your program and as other people have commented, that means that if somebody says, hey, little boy, hey, little girl, touch me here and I'll give you a piece of candy. And the kid who's two years old, three years old says, okay, that means that child has consented and there's no disparity in power or capability. Sure, sure, sure. So they're getting rid the of saying that children child. children aren't of age and don't have consent to buy a rocket launcher or join the military or skydive or you know do any of this. I mean, th this is a an absolute targeting of children. And since we've been talking about this, Biden took off child trafficking as an issue off the U.S. government websites. Exactly. They stopped DNA testing of children that they're finding at the border so they can disappear them exactly. into wherever knows next. Uh, California will not even make it a felony to be caught sex having a child the second time uh, they're legalizing sex with 12 year olds in california they're legalizing they did legalize giving somebody hiv or hepatitis i mean they're really making their move uh, how many of these pedophiles are there like how i mean how big is this submerged uh, iceberg because when you have the corporate media attacking movies like sound of freedom and just saying it's not true there's no sex trafficking while they sexualize children everywhere all over the news and, and while tv they remove and while they remove sex trafficking from uh, activities of interest from our justice system Yes, I mean, it, it's so this is a pedophile revolution. What is it about at its base? Is it is there a group behind that or is it just a pedophile army? Let's talk about what happens when you hypersexualize children, when you rape children, when you intrude on their psychosexual development. What happens is that you truncate, you cut off, you freeze their emotional development. If you rape and traumatize every single child and then continually re-traumatize them because remember the entire educational curriculum worldwide is being focused through a lens of sexuality math is to be taught through sexuality yeah, that's their entire cult is, is 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 sexually manipulating a child ruining their development steering control of their development you're talking about trauma-based mind control I'm talking about trauma-based mind control, making people obedient, making people uh, uh, incapable of further thought. When people have post-traumatic stress disorder because they've been traumatized, and that's what we're talking about, intentional bile traumatization, what happens is that they cannot see the future. They cannot think past the immediate fear and trauma and survival. So what you're doing is freezing people in a state of early childhood emotional and psychological development. And you can give them facts and they can do math and be uh, physicists or technicians or doctors or whatever. But emotionally, you have made them completely tractable and further controllable. So this is all about mind control. Now, in our Ireland, they're going to kill 200,000 cows. And the population is supposed to say, okay, 
kill 10% of our herd, our cattle herd. Go ahead, do that. And in, in uh, the Netherlands, uh, close down 10,000 farms. People are supposed to tractably say, okay, whatever it is that you want to do, because I can't think further than my immediate survival and pleasure. And that's the brave new world, trauma-based mind control that all of this UN stuff and all of this WHO stuff rests upon. It is teaching parents to become part of the perpetrator circle that surrounds children. It is teaching parents that they should start masturbating their infants from birth. The Sound of Freedom was completed five years ago, but Disney fought them in the courts to keep it from being released. Hollywood employs several convicted pedophiles, and mostly at Disney and Nickelodeon, who specialize in children's programming and have even rehired pedophiles after they've served light sentences for raping child actors. Hollywood has been abusing children since its inception, including child actors of the 1930s, such as Shirley Temple, Mickey Rooney, and Judy Garland, who wrote that she was constantly molested behind the scenes by powerful men, including MGM co-founder Louis B. Mayer. And nothing has stopped Hollywood from continuing this horrific abuse. It has been known for decades that governments have systemically abused children. Beginning in the 1960s, the German government began placing thousands of foster children into the homes of single pedophiles and continued doing it up until the 1990s. Thousands of Catholic priests have been accused of raping children and no justice has ever come of it. Jeffrey Epstein was targeting individuals and recording them raping children as a form of blackmail so that powerful entities could control them. Epstein has disappeared, and so has his little black book. Many have claimed that Hugh Hefner was doing the same thing for the CIA that Epstein was doing. In 1976, Hefner's Playboy magazine published erotic nude pictures of a 10-year-old girl, and nobody seemed to care. The effects on these children can often be fatal, whether it's from blunt trauma or suicide, and those who survive most often struggle with it for their entire life. To me, sexual abuse, it kills a child. I think it kills the spirit of a child. I think it kills normalcy in a child. So I just have spent a great deal of my life, uh, you know, walking around really as a, as a dead person in a sense, because I almost feel like I was murdered. Child abuse has been used as a form of trauma-based mind control because it often forces the child to disassociate, which has been known to create multiple personalities. MKUltra whistleblower Kathy O'Brien came from a family of multi-generational child abuse that sold her to the U.S. government. I developed a compartment in my brain, a little area behind amnesic barriers that was actually the neuron pathway shutting down in my brain in order to compartmentalize the memory of abuse so that the rest of my mind could function normally as though nothing had happened. My father's sexual abuse expanded into child pornography and he was sending this child pornography of me through the U.S. mails. And it was, he was caught. The pornography was confiscated by a criminal faction of our government. The local politician approached my father and told him that he would receive immunity from prosecution if he would sell me into 
the CIA's MKUltra Project Monarch. Some families practice incest and pedophilia to gain power and to maintain it. Inbred Jacob Rothschild explains it here while reading a quote from his inbred relative, James Rothschild. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. In this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. Our entire system is profiting from child slavery. About $10 billion a year in the U.S. alone. And our entire government seems to be involved. Congress has paid millions of our tax dollars to cover up their sex abuse crimes. Thousands of children are being trafficked across our southern border. And now it's become trendy to castrate children and turn them into a so-called transgender. And if we the people don't do something about this, then the blossoming surveillance state will have a solution. Don't be surprised if our children are soon monitored 24-7 under the guise of keeping them safe because we have failed to do so. While we cannot expect to rid the earth of all evil, something obviously needs to be done. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts, they'll heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they'll turn their ears away from the truth, and they'll be turned unto fables and myths. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to be easily upset or troubled either by a prophecy or by a message or even by a letter supposedly from us, alleging that the day of the Lord has come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day won't come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he sits in God's temple, proclaiming that he himself is God. The coming of the lawless one is based on Satan's working with every kind of miracle, both signs and wonders, serving the lie and with every wicked deception. In other words, deceivableness of unrighteousness, the King James Version says. Among those who are perishing, they perish because they didn't accept the love of the truth, and so be saved. What's Paul talking about? They wouldn't receive the love of the truth. What does he mean? Jesus, the Christ, told us what Paul means and what he was talking about. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. We've already seen apostasy, and that means the man of sin, the man of lawlessness, or the Antichrist, whatever you want to call him, is coming soon. Are you ready to face tomorrow? If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, then you're not ready. I don't care what you think. I leave a link in the description box below. If you'd like to pray and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life, go down there now and click on that link. Think about it. Hi, Steve here. You know, tomorrow isn't promised to anyone, and yet we all take everything for granted, especially food. 
We think the grocery stores will always have the food we need when we need it. But will they? Think again. The USDA just announced that one-third fewer crops will be harvested this year. One-third. That means food shortages and higher prices. Are you prepared? If not, go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and you'll save big on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking $80 off their four-week kit, which gives you delicious, easy-to-make breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and even snacks. Save $80 per kit. Get one kit per family member. These four-week food kits are in stock and ready to go to your door. Your order ships fast and free and arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Those who know what's coming are using today to prepare. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com.